So three things I will bring back to home y'all. The humanness of it, which machines take away. Okay? A symptom has a person behind it. I tell the joke. They say, oh, sir, you know, you treat cancer. I said, cancer? I said, to this day, no cancer has ever walked in my office. And you'd have to visualize a little tumor with little legs walking into my office. It's an impossibility. We treat people with cancer. Okay? You know, another thing I want to bring back into homeopathy, and you might be shocked with what I say, is the vital force. I challenge any of you to name one book in homeopathy on the vital force outside the organized. 200 years. And the homeopath have closed the door on the vital force. You get an introductory lecture about the vital force and it's never spoken of again. It's not spoken of when we take cases. It's not spoken of when we analyze cases. It's not spoken of when we study Materia Medica. It's just this mystical, mysterious energy that Hammond based his whole organ on, the whole system of medicine on. The vital force is the object of our art. We are here. We are treating the vital force. The, then the vital force treats the body and the organs and the psychology and the mind. It's so strange to me. You know, what's being taught today? We're taught mental, emotional, physical. Show me an organ where Thomas says we're mental, emotional, physical. Nowhere. Mental, emotional, and physical are all dead. That's not who we are. Hahnemann has three other things in the organism. He has spirit, vital energy, and vital vitality. That's inner homeopathy. That's, you can't get more classical than Hahnemann. Okay? And we have failed. And I hope. Of course, I, I want to write books on this. <laughs> okay? I criticize Kent's repertory. One of my students said, well, why don't you write your own? So I watch how I criticize things now. <laughs> so five years of my life, I had to meet that challenge. Okay? I said, this book is horrible. The structure is archaic. It has no use. You know? I said, well, write your own. So I guess I have to. And the same thing with the vital force. How come we're not teaching it? You name one college has a department of the vital force. It is the object of our art. Okay? Paragraph 246 of Hanuman. He says clearly that for any other reason, the true healing artist okay, will prescribe in this way to avoid aggravations of repeated doses and, and et cetera, et cetera. Now we have this which as you will see, you know, in uh, the next PowerPoint, we have this unbelievable, blind fascination, admiration for modern science. As if it's some holy religion or something. Well, I'm going to show you the statistics of modern science and allopathic medicine. Okay? And hopefully it will kind of, hopefully it will lessen your, you know, our blind, blind admiration for it. You know, we want to prove homeopathy through allopathic type research? No. We want, we want to have a new way of 
joint research. A new path, more humanistic research in, in that. So we gotta bring the vital force back in. All the ancient system of medicine, you know, Ayurveda, Siddha, Chinese medicine, yoga, all these things. This is a primary thing with them. But we have the, the, the direct access with our remedies. So third thing that I feel is lacking in homeopathy is hygiene and health. Hagen clearly says we must perceive the obstacles to the cure. And a true physician must perceive what preserves health. And we feel it's not part of homeopathy. Now, I felt the same way, and for 10 years I taught this type of homeopathy. And then I had a dream one night, and I'll just share quickly that dream, and we'll get into the ways of prescribing. I'm walking down the beach, and there's a big sign. There's a, a, all the medical beaches are, are this road. I said, oh, medical beaches, I'm going to go visit the medical beaches. There's a big old sign, allopathic medicine. Now on the beach, there are all the different ways of doing allopathic medicine. Now, and you look out on the ocean, and there's all these people drowning from diseases and pain and suffering. And all the doctors are there with their tools. And these tools are supposed to rescue the people. So basically, I go up and I ask the allopathic doctor, well, what, are, what are you offering these drowning people? He says, we can offer three things. We have three things to offer. We can cut them, we can burn them, or we can poison them. That's perceiving reality. Cutting is called surgery, which I have the total respect for, and surgery belongs to all systems of medicine. We can burn them, radiation treatment, and we can poison them. This is what the three tools that allopathic medicine offers all their patients. And you're guaranteed to get one of them, or two of them, or all three of them, okay? And you can pay someone for the opportunity and the privilege, and you can uh, measure the microliters of rads and radiation that's given to a patient, and you're paying someone, your house, your home, your children's college education, everything you work for, you give it all the allopathic doctor for the privilege of, of the standing and uh, equivalent to one mile away from a nuclear blast. And we call this scientific modern medicine. Okay? People, I tell you, a hundred years from now, will look back at this as the dark ages of medicine. And we think we're in the enlightened stage of medicine. To think that we can lose our hair, emaciate, and poison someone with radiation and that this is for the good because the tumor shrunk by one or two centimeters. The whole human being is gone. Their only goal is to shrink the tumor and the expense of it, okay? So, all these concepts, just to show you how I think. I like to look through things and that I'm from the streets, I was born in a poor community, around gangs and drugs. Uh, half the people in my high school are dead or in prison right now. We learn to survive, to cut through all the bull and see what this person is trying to sell us. And that's what allopathic medicine has to offer. And I'm not saying it's all bad, but like Oliver Wendell Holmes says in a beautiful quote that all homeopaths should promote this quote, if 90% of allopathy fell in the ocean, humanity would be the better for it. Okay? 
In this whole next two days, we'll be talking about allopathy. Now, there's a saying we have, an old wise saying, that you can curse the darkness or you can light a light. So I hopefully, you know, I cursed it a little, but the next couple days, I'm going to show you how to use their toxic poisonous drugs at homeopathic roommates and get good results. Okay, without prejudice. They have good drugs. And the side effects and all that, the toxicology reports prove it.